and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the ride of the Valkyries, aka the intro for the Ryan Show FM. This is your host, Ryan Vernell, and we are bringing that flavor, that Hamptons flavor, that Queens flavor, that hip hop flavor, that white boy flavor, a little bit of everything around here tonight. <laughs> Co hosting. Honky flavor. Honky Wonky has a very strong flavor indeed. On one mic is the legendary MC, Mr. Cheeks. On the other is legendary socialite, Nose of Flared. Let's go. Third eye open. Nose of Flared. <laughs> it's one of those days, baby. Yo, the party yeah, is going oh. on. A CBD party, if you will. CBD, THC. Some other Bunch stuff. of three-letter <laughs> acronyms <laughs> that make you feel good. If it's got three letters and it's an acronym... I'll probably do it. <laughs> Except PCP. I might be getting too old for that stuff. Not like I've done it. I'm not like an avid PC. I've never, I'm not a PCP guy. I've never dusted. I hear it. But a lot of my favorite like favorite rappers want, have. I still always want to try it. It just looks like the high. Just to see what it's amazing. Fun, yeah. Right? They may, say it makes you like Superman. Just the high looks amazing. You know, like, like that crack high. Just goddamn, <laughs> chasing that for the rest of your life. It looks like looks like they're you don't talk about it too much. Funny, you might like, actually try it. <laughs> it looks like they're literally talking to Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what do you think looks more fun? K K nine or is it K two? Whatever the hell it's K2, called. K two, that K two or uh, oh, don't do that. That stuff is no joke. Gets you looking like a zombie, like one of the Walking Dead. But tonight we're going to stick with our usual fix, THC, and introduce a new similar chemical to our body, which apparently has been in there, but uh, we really haven't been paying as much attention to it, CBD. Because tonight's guest, Dave Falkowski, this is his first time on The Ryan Show FM. He's been a frequent guest back in the past when we had that podcast going at Yamaku, the sushi spot. He's a Hamptons cannabis grower. That's right. A legitimate farmer expert in the field. He's going to tell us why it's so important that we the people get involved while this process of legalization is happening right now in New York. We don't want the government to take all of the profit, especially after they've just been shafting us for years, arresting people, putting them in jail, fining them over weed when really it's nothing but a medicine. So I'm very excited to have Dave back. He's like I said, he's a pioneer in the legalization of marijuana to make sure that it gets done the right way here in New York. Very exciting stuff. So first and foremost, guys, how was your week? It's been a whole week since we've sat down. The Super Bowl happened. A lot of stuff happened. What did I miss, gentlemen? Catch me up. Uh, Tom Brady did what he's supposed to do. Tom Brady. We can go back to the tapes from the beginning of the season. We can go back to the tapes from the beginning of the playoffs. I think I was the only one that predicted Tampa Bay to win it. 31-9? 31, yeah. I don't think anyone saw that coming, though. Pat they Mahomes choking? What, though. It, I don't think Pat Mahomes choked so much as the team around him let him down. Like, I don't man, know. My I man was disappointed. was laid out horizontal to the ground, threw a sidearm bullet in the end zone, and it hit off the guy's face mask. There was like three passes that hit. Travis Kelsey dropped a huge third down. Huge. That could have changed the momentum of the game. It's just like a couple plays. And then his offensive line just let him down. They were getting torched. Torched. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. Dude, yeah. White was beasting. Yeah, I suppose it could have been a little bit of better performance by his team around him. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the Super Bowl. We're going to get into a few things tonight. 6-9 has put out a video. Funk Flex has reposted it, causing major controversy amongst hip-hop heads. People are wondering, has Funk Flex turned to the dark side? I don't know if you I guys mean, have... What? what? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Funk Flex posted that, and I, he said he wouldn't play it. He said he wouldn't play it. Funk it Flex posted up that recent fire. video of Takashi saying that it sounded fire. Although he wouldn't play it on the radio, the comment section is good. Yeah, Funk Flex why, does not block his whatever. haters. So, yeah, a lot of... There's controversy. Okay. We're going to get into some, sh some ish tonight, gentlemen. It's not just interviews here. We're going to get into some, some riveting stuff. And, uh, and also, before we get into this quick break, we're going to go into the impact that Jay-Z's had on the NFL. When we get back, I'm sorry, we're going to get into that. A whole bunch of good stuff. But in the meantime, follow us at The Ryan Show, at The Real Mr. Cheeks 132, at Hamptons Dave. Take this time to go to our IGs and check us out. If you don't have Clubhouse, you're probably not getting invited at this point. So don't even worry about joining us. 
Monday night. That's right. Where, where it's going down, me alone by myself at Clubhouse. These Clubhouses have been lit. Lit. I've been hearing, I've been hearing about them every week. Oh, it's you. on. It's on. It's yeah, that's right. Down. Me, myself, and I smoking, nice. drinking, chilling. <laughs> Follow us. This is the Ryan Show, folks. Honky Wonkies on the ones and twos. Music. By DJ Honky Wonky, this is the Ryan Show FM, and oh, what a Super Bowl we just witnessed. I will say the one thing that surprises me, guys, every time is when Mahomes speaks, I realize he sounds like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) He really does sound like Kermit. He just doesn't look like a guy that sounds like Kermit the Frog. He doesn't look like Kermit the Frog, but his voice, he's got that. Muppet voice. Yeah, I wish I could do Kermit's voice. So good. Yeah. Kind of like Ernie, but yeah, but he's, he's he's amazing. Didn't have an amazing performance. Kermit was in the slaying Super Bowl. Miss Piggy, you though. say what you want. I mean, you could blame Todd Bowles' ferocious defense. I think you're just jealous of that Todd Bowles' defense. You said he couldn't get it done with the Jets. Well, it's different when you're running just the defenses when you're running the whole team. I think he was a little in over his head when he was with the Jets. Not even sure it was his he fault. Didn't really ha- he didn't really have a roster either. Owners, yeah, that carried and a roster, but it, you see, he goes somewhere where he, he did the same thing before he was with the Jets. He was a beast coordinator. Yeah, well, he was definitely to me. Besides Brady, he was the MVP because that Gronk defense was crazy. Too. Yeah, Gronk, Gronk had a good game. Gronk, even without those two touchdowns, Gronk was huge on the line blocking. Huge beast. on the line blocking, and uh, you see the video of them after. When yet, Brady no. run, Brady runs up to him and he's like, "This is what we do. This is <laughs> what we do." <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, legendary duo. I mean, the best duo of all time. Now, there's no doubt about it. Cheeks has seen more quarterbacks than us, so I don't even know if we really have as good as an opinion or like as impactful as an, as an opinion because we haven't seen it. But Cheeks, you actually got to see Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Is there any question of who's the greatest quarterback of all time at this point? Greatest quarterback? Nah, Tom Brady's like the best, man. F*** it. <laughs> you know we can't f*** with the Giants. That's all I'm saying, yep. boy. We take them rings off your finger there, pop. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But uh, he, he, he got what he got, man. He came in there and did his thing, you know what I'm saying? Seemed funny, though. I don't know how these things only got nine points, but that... Uh, He's got seven oh, things. I yo, he brings up a good point. The ref, the some of the calls. Oh, the calls was yes, crazy. crazy. The, the whole like playoffs holding, too, not just in the Super Bowl. Holding. But I mean, I wanted to see Brady. I I just respect excellence. I respect the best. Yeah. And yeah, I, I even as Brady. a even as a Jets fan, like Sorry. I'm not even gonna lie, I was I was rooting for Tampa Bay yesterday. I just why not just keep winning. Let's see how many he can get. See how many well, chips he can get. As not, long as it's fair. with the as... Pats anymore. And I want him to just totally put Belichick to rest. Which he did bed. yesterday, for sure. Yeah. But he, Belichick's Belichick... just a grumpy old man, if you ask me. Yep. They put, they put Belichick face on the um, on my man Bernie Sanders sitting in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, yeah, the memes are good today. And rightfully so, because they did Brady dirty. The greatest of all time, like you said. There's always going to be that argument. Could Brady have done the same thing on other teams? Could Brady have done the same thing in Joe Montana's position? Just like they ask about Jordan. I mean, him could LeBron do the same thing? I mean, Joe Montana, yeah, you could hit him. And he killed in the times when, you know, like he needed to kill. He came up huge. The same thing that Brady did. Uh, it's just Brady, it's, he's got seven of them things. Seven. Seven. So now it's a question, really, is he the greatest of, of all time in any sport? Uh, he's up there. And i got to ask you this. Is he better than Jordan? When it comes down to the GOATs, the battle of the GOATs, Michael Jordan versus Tom Brady, who do you got, Hammers Dave? I mean, Jordan's going to dunk on him and probably hold him to no points. But I don't think, I don't think Jordan's throwing for 300 and three touchdowns. Good point. But I still think that at this point, to me, Brady is the goat of all goats. I mean, it's just unprecedented. All those championships and over 30 years. Yeah. I, through winning, yes. But, I mean, and just football is one of those sports where, like, he has such a huge outcome of the game. You know, basketball, too, Jordan had a huge outcome. But, like, 
the ball is in Brady's hand every single offensive play. He now has more Super Bowl wins than any franchise in the history of football. He has seven Super Bowl rings. The Patriots have six. I wonder who has the most rings. I know Belichick has eight of them of them things. Six to to the Giants. Yep. Six with uh the Pats. I think he wants I literally think I think that's driving Tom Brady too. I think he wants to get more than more than than Bill. Good. With him at the helm as the quarterback too, especially crazy. And Gronk, they all said they're coming back. Arians said he's coming back. He's like pushing ninety five. Crazy. He's um even on the sideline coaching. Yeah. Gronk said he's coming back and Brady also they're coming back. So run it back. I like not to keep probably talking over you, right? I like that Antonio Brown scored too. I think that was huge yes. for the degenerates out there. I like that he just just farting was, in people's faces. Gronk, and it was Gronk and AB scored for the Pats. Yes, just degenerates everywhere. Yep. Love it. Score one for the bad guy last night again. Also, I mean, AB came back and just shut his mouth the whole year. And yeah, he did exactly what he should have been doing last year. He, he learned this year. Out. He was wiling out last year. Though. But he was going so, through it. He must have been going through it. Otherwise, you know, who knows? Didn't he like mail a bag of dicks to his girl? Pe- sorry. <laughs> that I didn't hear. No. Yeah, he did. Know. Right, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's insane. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Gotta love AB. So, yeah, there was another thing that I noticed. A great article that was sent to me from our friends on the sports team that noticed that there were three assistant coaches that were black that were probably the most highest-ranking assistant coaches on the field. Todd Bowles, Eric Bienemy, how are you saying? Bienemy. Bienemy, and Byron Leftwich. which Love once again, like, we, we don't really talk about this much on the program because it really hasn't come up, but they're just... Hugh Jackson's a friend of ours. And I always wonder, like, why isn't this guy hired? And I don't, like, you know, try to make it a race thing, but when you look at the field last night and you see all those great assistant coaches that are all black and can't get a job yet. There's who is this Josh McCowan getting a, a job interview with the Texans? Yeah. The most washed up quarterback. I don't know. I just think what in the Washington Redskins is going on here. That's all. Well, they got the, what is it? The art Rooney rule where you have to interview a certain amount of black coaches and like uh, Marvin Lewis gets interviewed every year. And they say it's not just to fill that, but since he, you know, what? got fired from the Bengals, he just gets interviewed. He's been fired from the Bengals, right? Yeah, but he he'll get interviewed like every year, knowing he's not going to get that job. But you right. have to interview so many African American, uh, you know, candidates for that coaching position. Yeah, so they just. Yeah. Well, shout out to Art Rooney for you know bringing that to the forefront, but facts. Uh, it's just you know a lot of these. People, they just do it as a formality just to like get, uh, let's get this interview out of the way. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish I knew more about it. We do have actually Mac Daddy's tapping in. Mac Daddy says he has something to say about this subject, and I imagine it's good because he's, I'm getting mad texts. Let's bring him on here. Mac Daddy, producer of the show Sports Junkie. He helps run the, run the Ryan Show.fm, by the way. A lot of great sports articles out there published by this very man right here. So, Mac, you've got some expert insight on the subject of black coaches in the NFL. We want to hear more. I don't, I don't want to say it's expert insight, but if you just look at the, um, the credibility, the accomplishments of the African-American assistant coaches, look at what Todd Bowles did last night. Look at the success Eric Bieniemy has had. Hugh Jackson, a friend of ours. And they haven't got the head coaching jobs or the coordinator jobs that they've interviewed for. But you got guys like Dave Cully, who just got the job with the Houston Texans. He was a wide receivers coach for the worst wide receiving team in the NFL last year, the Baltimore Ravens. Something fishy is going on. You know, this guy, Nick Sirianni, who just got hired for the Eagles, can't even talk at the press conference. Stumbling over his words, talking like a crazy person. But, like... If Adam Gase's eyes had a mouth, I was going to say guy, <laughs> Adam Gase had quite guy, like went through, quite the you know. And, but then you have like legitimate dudes proving themselves in the Super Bowl. Eric Bieniemy's been there two years in a row, 
and they hire a guy whose wide receiver core has never ranked above 23rd in the league. How does he get a job, man? There's something fishy going on. The Rooney rule needs to be ratified because right now this rule states that they only have to interview yeah. for, for a head coaching job. Yep. And, and that's, it's just again, ridiculous that's because one person only ever really followed the Rooney rule. And if you notice, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and Art Rooney. And look at their head coach. It's Mike Tomlin, yep. one of the only African-American coaches, head coaches in the National Football League. It's bullshit. We got some, I'm sorry. <laughs> we got some, info, you know, we got some other information headed our way, but I just had to say that piece because it needs to be more talked about more in depth. A hundred percent. Thank you, I'm Mac not Daddy. The only football fan, you know, noticing this stuff. You guys see it. I think everybody sees it. And, uh, you know, here at the Ryan Show, we're going to make sure everybody sees it. Thanks. That's right. Bringing it to, uh, to public attention. Thank you, Mac Daddy. That's Mac Daddy Ryan Show on Instagram. He's got a lot of good content up there. A lot of good sports stuff. So, yeah, that's one of the things that I noticed. And that kind of leads me into this next thing is the impact that Jay-Z has had on the NFL since he's been a part of it. We now have The weekend. His performance was whether or not you like The weekend. It was pretty cool, right? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched it and on and off so I could talk about it right now. We didn't watch it. Spot. We was in the spot doing it and blowing it down, the music banging, the halftime show. Nice. That's the real halftime show. Unfortunately. No damn weekend. <laughs> Sorry, we can, you know, we're not, we're not watching you, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was an empty arena pretty much, right? So it just didn't have that same type of feel. They had to find somebody that they could make it more electronic, I guess. It was all right, though. I mean, that was popping, huh? I want to see it. People I think it was better than Maroon I just, Five. I just don't rock with him. I mean, I just, I, you know, I ain't a fan of him crazy like that. But I know he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a good halftime show with the past halftime shows we've had. You sat there and ate your popcorn? I watched. I wasn't eating popcorn, but I was. <laughs> 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 I was eating something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, one in there right there, Dave. Right there. Make, make it. Right there. Oh, man. Shout out to the missus. Shout out. I had my own little missus. halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Good the football. The returned. Good yes. times. Yes, the weed has returned. I think it's time for us to go to a very quick break before we start bringing our guests in. We have more to talk about. Oh, you know what? Would you look at that? Our guest is pinging in right now. Dave Falkowski. All the questions that you want answered and more. There is a fight going on and we need your help. Weed is about to become legal in New York and the villains, the crooked government senators, uh, we call them uh, governors, all these monsters that have been keeping weed from us for all these years now want to cash in on it. And they want to prevent you, the little guy, from making any money during this legalization process and afterwards. So we have Dave Falkowski, who is putting a stop to all this, or at least doing his best, and bringing our attention to what's going on. He's coming to tell this crazy story about one man versus the government. This is The Ryan Show FM. And for our 420 listeners and fans, this one is for you. In fact, it's for me. I'm, I'm sitting here prepared. I've got this nice strain here all packed up into this quaint little black bowl. I've quit smoking joints this week to anyone out there that cares. But let's introduce our guest. First off, we've got Mr. Cheeks in the house. We've got Hampton's Dave in the house as per norm. But I mentioned a 420 guest tonight, and it's with great pleasure and pride that I announced that for the first time in how many years now? Three, four years. Our guest is back tonight. He is one of the pioneers on the forefront of legalizing marijuana in New York State. So if you're a weed person in New York... That is smoking and wondering, when is this stuff going to be legal? Well, this is the guy to ask. He's got a farm. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the first organic, the whole nine CBD hemp farm in New York. So he's well prepared for when it is legal. But enough of this introduction. Let's bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for the one and only David Falkowski. Yeah. OMO, Open Mindless Organic. Let's go. Dude, you've yeah. been working and you deserve it. We've watched the come up. I remember years ago when we had you on, it almost seemed like a dream. You had the mushroom farm and you were killing it in the world of mushrooms. You were known as the mushroom man out in the Hamptons. Like Dave said, you had your farm stand out there. But since we've moved into New York, you've been spearheading this movement to legalize weed. So what inspired you to do this first off? 
Well, you know, remember, I'm, I'm a wellness company, and wellness is about being well and feeling good, too. It started with the mushrooms. And truth be told, a few years ago, there was this, this Russian gentleman who made his money in fashion and jeans, and he cashed in. And by chance, he wound up on my farm sucking on this vape pen with CBD. I never heard of it. And he said, hey, this is where the real medicine is. And I looked. The state had just opened up the licenses. I applied. I won a license. And we've just been plowing through compliance and bringing product to market, growing thousands of pounds of cannabis every year. And we're right on the precipice right now, hopefully, of New York doing something good, right? We want something good. We don't want bad. We want good and opportunity for small and medium-sized guys. And hopefully, we can move that needle from the hemp side to the higher THC adult use marijuana side and really have some fun with it. That's where we're at. Sounds good to me. Sounds real good. Yes. Tastes good too. (laughs) You mentioned you want it to stay good and that's a fear that I've always had. I talked about it with our last guest, Lil Flip, last week and he seemed to not agree, but I'm always worried when the government takes control of anything, let alone weed. Weed is such a big part of my life. I'm almost happy with it being illegal and decriminalized and them not messing with me. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I have to worry about going to a store to buy it. And like you said, knowing that the money's going to the government rather than our uh, our small town neighbors and friends that we're buying our weed from. You know what I mean? So I'm still going to my friend. I'm still going to go to my <laughs> friend, even when it gets legal. You better know it. Tony yep. down on the corner. He got yeah. the- <laughs> Everybody's got Tony down on the corner with the good shit. How do you prevent that, though? How do you prevent the government from swooping in, taking control, and like you said, axing out any of these small farmers and middlemen? What What do you do to prevent that? You know, unfortunately, there's no one thing that's going to stop that. What I can say is, though, is democracy is not a spectator sport, so you have to get active. You have to get involved. You have to join organizations. You have to talk to your local assemblyman or assemblywoman. You, you have to get involved. You have to make your voice heard. Um, there's opportunities right now. You need to listen to folks like myself, the New York Cannabis Growers Process Association, friends and family you have in other states who have been through this. We need to learn from their mistakes and triumphs, and we need to magnify those voices. It's uh, you, you just have to participate, and you got to elbow your way into that room. Not easy to ask potheads of that, Dave. Like I was just trying to sit on my couch and eat Doritos. Like, come on. But yeah, no, yeah. it's. And it's like you said, we, we need to learn from the states that have already done this before us. We're standing on the shoulders of California and Colorado. So this time when the legislation's laid out, we want to make sure that it's done the right way so we don't have to backtrack and then redo everything. So how can everybody get more involved? Is there any type of a meeting that they can attend? I know that you were throwing these big events before COVID. How does it work now? On the state level, uh, I've been tapped to be a chairman for the Long Island region here for the New York Cannabis Growers and Process Association. This is a group of just grassroots guys, small, medium-sized farmers and processors who just happen to know certain politicians who have been influential and have been able to help draft regulations to have meetings. We have a, we have a, a shoestring budget, but they're in the end. And just to be part of that, to support their work, go on their website, find out who they are, and you follow that. Follow Normal. Normal's been around for decades, fighting for our right, and you're going to see calls to action. But even if you're sitting on the couch, you can be relaxed, cruising through it, but at least be aware of your surroundings. I teach that to my six-year-old daughter. So 60-year-old stoner, you've had another 54 years. That was quick math right there to figure it out. Be aware of your surroundings. (laughs) That's true. I already feel like there's this stigma, especially to the people that don't smoke, against weed being medicinal and they just don't take it too seriously due to the government drilling it into everybody's heads for all these years how it's bad for you without doing the proper research so that being said why is it that cbd is legal and thc isn't how is cbd beneficial for your health and they just allow this on a public scale and even in new york state right now yet thc is still outlawed so first and foremost we got to look at like swim lanes right So uh, a lawyer once said at a conference, know your mama, know where you came from. So there was this hemp path, this opportunity created through the 2014 Farm Bill for states and institutions of higher education to cultivate hemp. And within that realm, hemp is defined as cannabis sativa with that 0.3%, three-tenths of a percent THC. 
But within that swim lane, they were able to cultivate for CBD and all these other cannabinoids and terpenes. Wow. So if it's in that lane, it was legally allowed for research purposes. So on the other side, though, marijuana, anything over that, you know, is a, is a DEA scheduled, you know, narcotic substance. And so that's, that's why we started here. But the most important thing is when we had that legal opportunity to cultivate this cannabis plant, we're also allowed to legally analyze it. So all of a sudden now we're taking sample of flour and sending it to a lab and we're finding out how much CBD, how much THC, what kind of terpenes, instead of like smells good, looks good, you know, it's yeah. not too bone dry. I mean, that was the previous analytics. How does so it smoke? Real science yeah. behind this now. You can send it to a lab and find out what's in there. So, so hemp has CBD in it or are they both, both the hemp and the weed has the CBD in it? Both hemp and marijuana, which are cannabis sativa, Generally, both have it. It's just varying ratios. Got it. And CBD technically doesn't get you high because I know every time I've smoked one of these CBD joints, I might feel a little bit relaxed after, but I'm not feeling any psychoactive or psychedelic effects. In fact, I heard that it's it's uh, kind of like the opposite, that if you smoke too much, you can always smoke CBD to kind of get the opposite effect. Is there any truth to that? There's definitely truth between the interplay of THC and CBD. Uh, Some people actually have found if they've eaten eaten an edible and they're kind of overdosing or uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or smoke too much, that CBD can kind of curb that anxiety effect. But to the point of CBD not being intoxicating, I've tried to experiment with myself orally, topically, all sorts of different permeations. There's definitely been some forms of CBD that were like nani, so they reduce the size of the particle so it can go through into your bloodstream easier that definitely made me feel like a knuckle dragging neanderthal for like 10 or 20 minutes and i was not very comfortable so mm-hmm. to, to say that in all its forms just because it's cbd is benign is not a good statement to stand behind that's a good point yeah i haven't heard any horror stories like it's not like anybody can really overdose on thc i imagine it's the same thing with cbd so that being said you hear of harmful side effects like with pretty much every type of chemical, whether it's caffeine, there's some type of a long-term side effect. Is there anything that we have to worry about when it comes to CBD or THC so far? Anything that's come up medically? You know, the jury's still out on that. I can't speak to some of the scientists on this because remember, I said we're now able to analyze and identify these things. But because of prohibition, because it was the devil's lettuce for so long, we, we have no long-term studies, and, and that's one of the biggest battles right now, our colleges, institutions, higher education, and science firms, to, to even get the right to legally acquire legitimate cannabis mm-hmm. to legitimize these studies. So we don't even really have that data because of prohibition. I mean, I could be a good test subject, by the way, to anyone. Yeah. I don't know if you could send me it anyone's way, because I know that was the thing. I saw all these studies that there were, I saw like a meme or something online, get paid to smoke weed. And they were doing these studies over at colleges. What the hell were these studies when I was at college? They, they, they might have still been around. You know? I guess I went to the wrong school. Or I was too high to be paying attention. But that being said, uh, so Dave, another thing I'm very excited about is this recent collaboration with this very radio show. I noticed uh, on our website, there's some banners on the news site for OMO Open Minded Organics. That's us. And a whopping 10% discount on all of these wonderful products. That being said, I heard there's even a strain or a mix, some type of a, uh, you were kind of likening it to a mixtape of different strains we're going to put together to create the perfect mixture, CBD mixture to slap the Ryan Show name on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the nature of hip hop and music and artists really, uh, don't get me wrong, there's innovators and people who are paving the path and creating something completely new, never heard or seen. But uh, look at the funky drummer. I mean, that beat is the backdrop to so many musical tracks in the, in the last decades. And it's the same thing here. So everybody wants to have their own cannabis strain, this or that, but really what you want to do, you want to create this unique experience. Just like when somebody listens to a song or eats a meal or enters a restaurant, you, you create this ambiance. I need to so, trip with him. I need yeah. to trip with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think really the opportunity <laughs> here is, so what we've done at Open Minded Organics and my philosophy is, remember, hemp is cannabis. It's just that CBD stole the spotlight and everybody forgot there's all these different varietals and strains. Some are more sativa dominant, more stimulating. Some are more indica dominant, more down. 
And there's all this stuff in between in these hybrids. There's that so, same in, in CBD. There's like a hybrid of sativa. It, remember, it's cannabis. It's just that chemically it, it's different. Just like there's tomatoes that are more acidic. There's tomatoes that are more sweet. You know, there's uh, cherry tomatoes that are small and there's beefsteak tomatoes that are large. Right. And then, you know, you can have a mixed tomato salad. So here, here's the complication and the solution I'm proposing. So cannabis, right? We have hemp. Now, remember what I said. Hemp is cannabis that's defined that contains three-tenths of a percent THC for compliance. That creates a dilemma. The, the breeders of these hemp varietals have to make sure when they're growing for the terpenes and these other cannabinoid profiles, this unique experience that it doesn't exceed that number. Whereas on the marijuana side, man, you're just growing it. You don't have any compliance like that. There's no how do you? How do you, how do you do that? How do you comply scientifically? So by breeding and selecting, the breeders need to do their work here. And so this is the conundrum for an artist, a personality, and a brand really to have their own varietal or strain because of this compliance threshold that they can exceed. It's, mm. It takes a lot of time and a lot of work to stay below that. So what I propose, folks moving forward, so all these, when we extract, I grow eight or 10 varieties last year in 2020. We grew a few thousand pounds of, of hemp flour for extraction. Ooh-wee. Now just, it's the sticky icky, you know, this is not grandpa's <laughs> hemp here, right? <laughs> and we, we, we grew and then extracted them all separately. So we have, you know, sour space candy, special sauce, Jamaican lion, wolf, Hawaiian haze, Suver haze, lifter, and, and a, a handful of others, Electra. And each one has its own unique flavor Electra. profile, but where the real magic happens is when you start to mix these. And that's where this mixtape opportunity is. So for somebody, especially in the hemp space with that compliance threshold and conundrum, it's really hard to have like your own strain or varietal, but I think to have your own mixtape or your remix, that's a unique experience. And that's what cannabis is all about, right? Is a unique experience. When you pick up a smoke or an edible, the way the chocolate, the caffeine plays, or the CBD, the THC, and the terpene profile. And that's where I want to exist in collaboration is the mixtape of cannabis. So I'll leave it up to you, the expert or the mad scientist, if you will. What, what do you think of when you think of the Ryan Show brand? What flavors and notes come to mind? As the mad scientist. As the mad scientist, the mad 420 scientist. What, what notes, what flavors, what should we put in this Ryan Show blend? You know, so, I mean, obviously we're going to have something a little bit more upbeat. So we're going to have like sativa dominant. So sativa dominant stuff higher in the, in limonene, which is actually also known to be a bronchial dilator. So kind of weird, right? If you're consuming THC or CBD, things are augmenting our bodies. And then these terpenes and things we taste and smell, there's an interplay. So, I mean, you kind of want to be up, right? But at the same time, you want to be comfortable and mellow. So what I actually propose is like, we have a tasting party. And Ooh. even though, yeah, people say, you know, these CBD dominant things, there's still that small amount of THC and it'll add up and you can have a tasting party. And just like you, know, you make a mixtape and you give it to your girlfriend or your best friend, you know, you just find out what the blend is. So I think we really need to keep it upbeat in the beginning, but really try a few different mixes to see what it feels like, what the experience is. That definitely sounds good to me. A nice party. This is something that we yep. could do right here in the Hamptons. We could see if some listeners want to take the drive out for it. So this all sounds good. So I think that, uh, well, also, too, really quick for anybody in the music world that's out there listening, one more time before we wrap things up, play some music. We're going to plug your website, everything else. But how can they get involved? And how can someone like Mr. Cheeks, an MC, someone who's got a, a little bit of a platform behind him, how can they get more involved and help out your cause and making sure that the government doesn't uh doesn't spoil a good thing i really think two organizations right off the tip are normal who operate on a national state and local level right they're a good point of resource and in new york state specifically the new york cannabis growers processors association there's a simple website call to action uh we just put in uh an action center so it's really easy to identify and and communicate with your your state representatives and those are the two easiest pathways in. After that, it's really in your community, finding people like myself who are active in the industry that are acting in a compliant manner that, that we're, we're literate. We know what we're talking about when it comes to compliance and legislation. And, and they should, and we or they, whoever should though be your conduit for good information. And from there, it's up to you. And for links... We're going to put this right on our website. We're going to have a nice little write-up. 
kind of encompassing everything that we talked about now with the links so that everybody can follow, help, get involved, and do what they can at this point. So, Dave, thank you very much. One more time. What's that yeah, website for them to check out? The uh, oh, OpenMindedOrganics.com. <laughs> OpenMindedOrganics.com. Yeah. Almost got some good stuff. And then, Sounds uh, good to me. Another thing, too, out in the Hamptons, let's just plug the uh, the shop that you have out there, too, a new shop that opened up, because people have noticed it in the Instagram story. A few people replied and were wondering where it was. So those that were asking, it's all the way out in Sag Harbor, out on the dock on, uh, what is it, Long Wharf? Yeah, we're out on Long Wharf, and uh, it's, it's wholly owned by my wife, you know, so it's a completely uh, female-owned and run business. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, the work supports my work on the farm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cannabis shop that's uh, two doors down from Bigelow's ice cream. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was, I was, I'm already smelling the, the waffle cones being made. Oh, uh, dude, it just, it's just a warm up. And, uh, you know, we can't wait till adult use opportunity comes our way. And then we you can hit the thrift store. Needle. So you get yeah. some cannabis, some big Olaf, go across and get hit uh, the thrift store. It's, it's already kind of mixing. It's just that needle yeah. stuck at that 0.3% THC. And it's moving <laughs> all over. I've got a feeling that you are just waiting that this factory is going to be a blazing. So when yeah. this when it does become legal, you're ready to hit the ground running, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot of we're, people we're that are ready excited. To hit the ground. We're ready to hit the ground running. We're just waiting for the opportunity. And we're fighting, literally. This is the fight between like big business and like these e evil vase. Yeah. And the folks like us right here, right now, the real people that have brought this plant and this industry to the modern world. And they're literally trying to take it from us. They want to tax it. They want the money. They don't even understand it. And we're yep. literally fighting for our right to continue to be stewards of this plant medicine. They've been lying to us for years and years. This is what they talk about when they talk about the man, man. Well, this is them. They've done nothing but take this medicine away from you, get you hooked on pharmaceuticals. And now that they're, uh, that they're changing the information and telling you the truth about things, they're trying to reap all of the benefits financially. So to mm. those listeners out there, seriously, this is a real life. It's almost like something that you'd see on TV. We're living in the moment right now. So act now. Check out the link on the Ryanshow.fm. Um, I'm sure Mac or somebody great on our team is going to be writing it. You know, maybe even me. I might even do a little bit of journalism because this is super, super important. The time is now. Dave Falkowski in studio. Thank you very, very much. Open Minded Organics. Check them out. OMO, OpenMindedOrganics.com. So in other news. Nick Cannon, congratulations. You are now the host of Wild and Out. That's right. After a very controversial ending to his Wild and Out career, Nick Cannon has been rehired as the host of Wild and Out. Fate had it that the very episode Mr. Cheeks was slated yeah. to be on was the last episode of Wild and Out, or at least so we thought, in which Nick Cannon made disparaging comments, if you will, about our Jewish friends. Mm. So... He, he made the tour. He made the apology tour. Like, that's what you have to do in this day and age. You don't really see it too much, though, in the hip-hop world. Like, you see so many comedians making this apology tour, right? Going around right. and apologizing not for so whatever. Much. That's why it's not so much in hip-hop. I'd say Nick Cannon. No. <laughs> While now, definitely. So you'd say he traded that head wrap in for, for a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> so is that all he had to do? He had to become Jewish? I to yeah, get for I mean, pretty what's much. What's, it's what's, tough. Them joints, what's them big joints they be having on the head? <laughs> the, See them the, the, you yeah. Brooklyn, you go down yeah. and go, Oh, what are those things? Yeah. On the Hasidic ones. The fur joints. And they can't get wet. I saw some guy had an actual, he had a like a plastic shopping bag oh, tied so over it. That is crazy that down there. Like that, like Williamsburg area, like right when you get out of, you know, my neighborhood in bed -Stuy. Oh yeah, coming, you go coming to us, coming to your place, man. To, what's that block it, you used to live on? When I used to come to, your, um, we used to live at on uh, what's that shit? Marcy, not Marcy, the other no. one with um, uh, Ryan used to live. That one, uh, Nostrand, Nostrand, Nostrand. Yeah, coming down yeah. here, way like from the other side, coming from the other side, like when you get up the highway or whatever. Yeah, coming like right when you what get off the BQE, exactly? you get it like when you get on like by White and Kent, and you go through there. But they they just it's don't like a whole care. Other world walk over in there. the middle of the road. Yeah, they like stare yeah. at me. Why are you taking this road? Like, don't they have, have their own police force too? They got everything. Their own their own buses. Their own. It's crazy in there. It's like a it's it's like back in the day when you'd look uh, like in the Godfather, you'd see how they little run every, they run everything. 
they'd have like little Italy and little Havana and every little section, little ghetto was very authentic to the ethnicity that lived there. Little Shalom. Little Shalom. (laughs) (laughs) Little Shalom. Yeah, it's definitely not where you want to be without a mask on too. Because they're just not following standards. They just do, they do whatever they want. No one governs them. There's no, they literally. How do they get away with it? They just, they have their own real their own society they only pay within themselves everything is within their own you know like they only get they only pay other people to do jobs within their own religion everything is within their own religion their own country their own culture their own neighborhood they give back to like exactly where they live it's it's quite the uh it's quite the they racket don't have they got. Instagram. It's quite the racket they got going on i guess that's what you want to call it yeah you know i kind of want to discover the Instagrams and see like if there is that type of social media presence. It really is like its own little commune and sector right in the middle of the city. Very bizarre. But well, yeah, go own, check. They own all the buildings. They own they everything. Do. They do. If they wanted, they could just kick us out. They could squeeze. Yeah. Give us the squeeze. <laughs> this is a fine squeeze scene us all out of there. running everything you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Lord have they, mercy. We're going to get canceled at this so rate. And like, we're going to be doing the apology so tour by the end of this rant, I'm, sure I'm Jewish. The, I'm sure it's not the only, only apology tour I'll have to do. So <laughs> just uh, make a date. I'm sorry ahead of time. No, but I mean, that's why it was so big because like, you know, Viacom and all that, like you can't, that's who pays you. You know, you can't be making the, any comments like that. No. You know? No, of course not. And plus, like, they are just wrong comments. Like, Be grateful for the, the food on the table and the soup and the ladle. That's what they say. That's what they say. Or just, like, start your own business and start your own ecosystem, if you will. And then you don't have to worry about being under the control of anybody. And you can say whatever you want. Like, there are certain people that have developed the fan base and they can say whatever they want. Guys like Dave Chappelle, guys like Joe Rogan, because they're not control. I guess Joe Rogan has Spotify now, but... If you've created your own little ecosystem and people know what to expect, you can't really get fired, if you will. So, who knows? But if we're making the apology tour next week, then all of you listeners know why. There we go. That's for the Ryback voice. <laughs> the Ryback voice. So, gentlemen, um, I noticed... Now it's, it's time for your segment, Pussy Talk, here on the Ryback. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we don't have to beep that out because we are referring to felines. That's right. <laughs> Kitty cats. Mr. Cheeks is uh, is celebrating the arrival of the newest edition of the family. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Cleo? Shout out to Cleo. Cleo the cat. Cleo Cheeks. She don't get no love from Henry. Henry just over here wowing out every time he sees her. <laughs> jumping over the gate and all type going on. So to those that don't know, Mr. Cheeks already has a cat named Henry. And Henry, I don't want to say Henry's rabid. I don't want to say Henry's evil. But Henry definitely drew blood for me. Drew blood the first time I met. Cheek said to me, watch out. Henry doesn't really like people. And I was like, ah, whatever. It can't be that bad. And we're sitting there doing the show. And all of a sudden, it just attacked me. The cat yeah. just like went at me, like started biting. And the cat was the man. Like it was letting, it was like rolling around. It was being great. And then all of a sudden just snapped, went into attack mode. That's my that's my biggest fear about cats is when they're like, you know, you could be petting them and they could be close, you know, proximity to your face and everything seems cool. And then all of a sudden, quick snaps, turns up, and then goes right back to being cool. Like nothing happened. Cats do that especially. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Cats, I mean, and females, but mostly cat. No. <laughs> Where they'll be licking you, and then all of a sudden they bite. Yeah, they stick those well, fangs in depends you. Depends on the girl. Oh, we're talking about cats. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way that Henry is possibly allowing you to get another cat right now, as cute and small as little Cleo can be. How are you, how are you acclimating the cats to one another? Bang. Yeah, open the door, Henry go out the house, let the other one down, let her run around for a little while. <laughs> and we got the streets on lock now down here in Atlanta. So Henry goes outside now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the so wait, he became an outdoor cat the day the other cat came home? Huh? That was his first day outdoor was the first time that the cat came in, was or was he already an outdoor cat? That 
could be outside all day, every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize he was an outdoor. That explains why he was like that. He had all that energy. Okay. You got him from a liquor store. I didn't know that. Wait, so what's the story behind Henry? You got him at a liquor store. Short for Hennessy. I got Henry at a liquor store, and I got this little... I got Henry at a liquor store out in Flushing, Queens, no doubt. The, the, the uh, wholesale. And he was like, yo, you want a cat? I'm like, yeah. That's how it happened, huh? Now you're down here in Atlanta chilling. With his New York attitude with the Atlanta cats out here. It's crazy. Does he fight other cats, or does he get along with them? Yeah, he coming with his with his tail all in the air, you know, having his balls here and there, <laughs> running from the damn pits, because you know you got pits running around all around. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, there's pits, but you know what you don't have to worry about, or at least I don't think you do? Like, back in the day, you'd have to worry about the dog catcher and the cat catcher. I think that job has disappeared. You remember, there's always, like, the bad guy in every cartoon. There was just, like, the villainous dog catcher, cat catcher. Mm-hmm. Love that character. <laughs> I figured. You wouldn't be surprised if you're a dog catcher by day, Hamzik. <laughs> nah, I love dogs. I don't want to catch no dogs. Cats are. You're it, catching it everything out the there. Cat. Depends on the cat. What haven't you caught? Okay, I ain't helping you do nothing. No, you, you just <laughs> if you never get diagnosed, do you have it? It'll never save you. <laughs> yes, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no. Well, I'm glad that uh, that the cats are getting along for the most part. I know that we don't normally talk about cats here on the show, but. And pets, but you know, cats. Cats are a cool animal. There's a conspiracy out there that cats are really aliens. I don't know how true it is. You and these aliens. You said that Rocco. Yeah, exactly. Rocco. That's why Rocco's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he listens to all of these episodes. It's just, Uh, I just not gonna like that. I'm ready for the lies. Stop the lies. That's my new campaign. Stop the lies. Hampton's Dave 2024. He's a real journalist, Hampton's Dave. That's all. Stop the lies. So, gentlemen, the Ryan Show Live this Thursday night is looking good. We have our Japanese friend, Captain Noah, coming (laughs) on to the show. Shouts to our boy, City. City recently had him on his show. He has a new podcast. And this guy went viral, a Japanese guy, for using a word... That he's not allowed to use a word that Dave and I are not allowed to use either. The N-word went viral. And this guy didn't know what to think. Because remember, he's from a whole different country. So he just heard this word in the songs. And he thought it was okay for him to say. A video of him surfaced saying it. Didn't mean any harm by it. But now he's in major hot water. Are you going to get him to say it? I'm not going to make him say it. He barely has the English to defend himself. But remember, like, yo, Mr. Cheeks, his name is Captain Room, a Japanese artist. He is so devoted to mumble rap that he tattooed tears all over his face. He's on, like, 10 Zanny bars. He's got his hair dyed. He looks like one of these mumble rappers here in America. Like, uh, what's his name? This kid that got the diamond in the middle of his head. Yeah. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. He looks like a Japanese Lil Uzi Vert. He's going to get robbed. You know, not to cut you off. I saw a good meme, and it was Thanos. You know when he takes the... If you saw Avengers, he takes, he takes yeah. the diamond off the dude's head, and I saw Thanos right on the little Uzi Vert's head taking the diamond off. That's too funny, yo. Crazy. So, so Mr. Cheeks, your opinion... Look, I don't have an opinion on this because I'm not a black person, so it's not my place to really make an opinion on this. But if you're a Japanese guy that doesn't know any better... And you're not like connected to any type of crazy oppression that's going down here in America. Does he? I wouldn't even say get a pass, but is it more forgivable? Was there an ER? No, no, it was no ER. He was he was just literally like repeating what he heard in the songs, but he was doing it over and over again. And then the next thing you know, the video went viral, and this guy barely knows any English. And there's people on his page called saying, "I'm gonna smack your face off. I'm gonna beat your face in." Like all these people from America have found this guy's page, and they're just lambasting him. I don't know, man. Don't too much offend me. You gotta hit me at Bob. Do something to me to offend me, really. I, that shit is calling. I don't. I'm just. You should know the rules anyway. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be in the rap game, got tattoos on his face. How you don't know what the rules? How you don't know what, what whatever? Mm-hmm. You should not to say that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing too much studying if you don't know that. Shit. Mm-hmm. Like, 
skip the first chapter. Skip the first chapter. Like hip hop going wrong, going wrong, like mom. Going wrong. That is like so they just doing it now. They act like they don't know what the root, what was, what's really what it is. Like yo, I, I mean, I ain't hear this. Shit. I'm listening, motherfucker. So I ain't, I ain't a fan. I don't know what the fuck, what he sound like. Nothing, but so you don't believe not, that it was not a, the captain of my room. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, I never heard of nobody. I never heard of nobody. Like, yeah, but man, listen, man. I ain't, I ain't part of the co- uh, what they call it, the cancel culture. Say some shit, but you are the culture. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. man, like, I don't know. That shit is like it's too many. It's too. It's the world is too soft right now with all this. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm from a different part of the... I'm glad I was born when I was born. It's like different now. Like, you can't say too much about nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, very well said. It's it, it's true. Like, you, it's... And that isn't like he was trying to hurt... He wasn't, like, intentionally hurting anyone's feelings. For what it's worth. He was like... He's just, like, ignorant or... He skipped he's the first chapter. Like Dave being, said. He's being yeah. a rapper. The MC and shit. That shit slips out sometimes, man. Uh, slips out if you're an MC. Listen, man, I ain't offended by none of that shit. I'm offended by Trump, motherfucker. I'm offended yeah, real by racism. That's... and all the motherfuckers. I ain't offended by no motherfucker like that. I'm offended by. I'm offended by the government scared of the motherfucking these white supremacist motherfuckers acting like they could really run over motherfuckers. Like get the fuck out of here instead yeah. of the game, giving all these proud boys that prop and all that shit. Man, get the fuck out here, man. So I'm making, so I'm make, making America sound real soft right here, man. I'm, I'm really getting tired of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Watching the news and they, and it was a message and he sent the message. Go get the motherfucker then. You know what I'm saying? Like you would get any other motherfucker yeah. that was throwing terrorist fucking yeah. shit at, at the people. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Go get the motherfucker. Straighten the motherfucker out. You like you would do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But at home, we're going to be scared of motherfuckers over here. Nah, you dead wrong. We arming up. We ready too. God, ain't your mother's fucking civil right fight. It's right now. So yeah. that's what it is, man. They might know my life is what it is, man. The only, only thing I'm sick of COVID, sick of the, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's really it. I don't go about nothing else, man. Let's go, man. Crazy. Do what we do, baby. Yeah, let's go. Yo, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. I think that's like the perfect way to end this entire segment right here. Couldn't have said it better than that. Mr. Cheeks, the wise words, some gems to lead things it. off. All good things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio show. And yes, even this delicious CBD from OMO Open Minded Organics. Get yourself the finest, highest quality CBD. Know what you're smoking. Know where it comes from. It comes from the Hamptons. Is there any more eloquent a place for you to get your weed from? I don't think so. So go right now to OpenMindedOrganics.com and put in order code the Ryan Show. Actually, it's order code Ryan Show Ten. To be specific, and get 10% off. Get high like us. 10% off literally everything on the website. That includes CBD, mushroom oils, and whatever else, whatever weird medicines that Dave has created and is selling online. You had the mushroom oil before? Only in cooking. I've never had it medicinally. I don't know if there's something different about his. I've had mushrooms, though. I've had mushroom chocolate. Mm. I've had straight psilocybin's. Yeah, Keith, you ever have a, have you ever opened up that third eye? Have you ever gone on a psychedelic journey on mushrooms? No. I drink enough for that. <laughs> You're drinking up instead. I feel like, weren't we, yeah. did we do mushrooms one time? No, we didn't. I've done them in front of you. You probably didn't know I was on them. Yeah, I've done them. I was. I've done everything. <laughs> <See me don't. laughs> and you probably could tell that I'm on it. <laughs> I had to chill with the psychedelics. I got way... Too lit. Yeah, you had a bad experience, right? And uh, it wasn't so much a bad trip as I just went. I was wasted. I was drinking for like twenty four straight hours. <laughs> I came to. I was driving through Bushwick by myself <laughs> for no reason. Insane. Just Not... broke off by myself. <laughs> came to driving, and, and then I find, I'm looking through my text. For some reason, I texted my mom and Chanel. I'm in too deep. Out of nowhere, at like four in the afternoon, and just didn't respond to either. Happy of them Mother's Day. Yep. Crazy. I'm in too deep. Yeah. I'm in too deep to your mom. That is the worst thing that you could possibly say. 
Jesus. Day was crazy, yo. On New Year's Day, so you know I'm starting the new year off right. Yeah, New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah. but it's all right. When you I have kids, the, you'll understand how that I feels. I got the shroom connect, the shroom chocolate connect out here. Nice. Is that Willy Wonka? They be hitting those things, man. Damn. You know what else be hitting? Whoopty. Yep. In other news, and be getting, and be getting hit. Last week we spoke about CJ, or was it two weeks ago, we spoke about CJ with Billy Dance from M.O.P. And they did that new song. CJ is one of these new drill artists that's out of New York City. And the kids these days, at least that's what you look at the comments, and they're saying that he could potentially one day be the new young king of New York. At least that's what these comments say. He's up there. That song, Whoopty, is a hit. The song, Bop. Is a hit that dog has gone viral. And he you made the friend- they only get that dog went viral because you keep posting it on everything. I lo- I'm sorry, <laughs> but I love a fine specimen of a dog, like a fine blue nose pit. You can't get this no king of nothing right now. Yeah, I love- <laughs> he got he got his ass. He ain't no whoop. king of shit, man. He got and his ass yelling. I'm the whoopty. We ain't putting kings. We ain't putting crowns on. Because it just came in the game and all yeah. that shit. Not I that knew shit. that would get a rise out of... I'm trying to stir up something here out of you guys. Perfect. So... Yeah, that ain't happening. So, so, of what? Of what? You told Dave, what happened? What just went down? I, Dave sent me a video of a literal whoop going down on CJ. What Ass. He got his ass. He was getting his ass whooped. This he got his ass whooped, Jesus. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? This white kid... There's a video of this white kid just beating his ass. And he's yeah, screaming, I'm, I'm Whoopty, you're fake, you're a lie. Allegedly, CJ was never part of this Whoopty group or Whoopty gang or Whoopty anything. Yeah. And the real Whoopty gang that has people in jail right now that are serving time to associate with that culture. I saw a video from jail. Some Bloods leaders <laughs> made some video saying that he was not allowed to say Whoopty and, and people were pissed. He wasn't paying homage in the right way, shape or form. So, yeah, that video surfaced soon after that Bloods video. I guess they must have sent somebody to go beat on CJ, and, well, that's what they did. Woo! Yeah, send that to me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> to, uh, he is just getting yeah, his. That's definitely you can't call him the king in New York. He ain't no, even, even down with nobody and shit. He can't even say something shit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, I didn't say it. It's just what these, uh, these kids are commenting. I'm, I'm reading these comments. That's all. Just speculations. The decks. There's rules of the game still, baby. Still rules. Yep, still rules. And the OGs still control what's kind of uh, accepted, I feel, you know? I guess 6ix9ine is kind of breaking that a little bit. It's still crazy he's to me that this like, guy... He's like the Donald Trump of the game, of the rap game. Talk all crazy out your mouth, got mad security, but you mad under the un- underneath it all, you know? That's a very good point. Might have to clip that sound bite and do something with it. Six nine is the Donald Trump of the rap game. Yeah, yeah. Go meet me down there. We're gonna go down there and bust these ass, yes, and then run that way. Yeah, he wants you to go do some shit that he won't do. So that ain't, that ain't gangster. Good point. Certainly not what a king does. Call himself king because you know other people gonna do. They got they gotta handle his problems. You know what I'm saying? Like. You got everybody else's life in jeopardy because he a bird. So that's crazy. Crazy. Definitely crazy indeed. They're going to protect them as long as that money there, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, he hasn't made a dollar off that new song. Just some PR. It's not out yet. All good things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio show. But fear not, we have plenty of writing available online, including a new write-up by yours truly on Open-Minded Organics. There is a fight happening right now. Us versus the government. And no, this isn't some conspiracy theory that you hear me wiling out about. This is real life-ish. The government is going to legalize marijuana and they don't want you to profit from it. So right now, while these laws are being written, it's up to you, the people, to intervene. So there's going to be links on this write-up on the ryanshow.fm that'll lead you to the proper outlet for you to voice your concern. Dave Falkowski, check the guy out at Open Minded Organics on Instagram. He's fighting the good fight so that you can potentially make some money when weed is finally legal. And you know that the weed's not coming from some of these big, giant plantations. 
pesticides and all that other crazy stuff. You want to know where it's sourced from, just like anything else that you'd consume. It's very important when these rules and these uh, legislations yeah. are being written out that they're done the right way because you all know what it takes to change laws and change legislation. It takes forever. So it's important that it's done the right way off the jump. That being said, Hampton's Day of Mr. Cheeks, anything going on this week that we have to plug or promote? Now we get into Sunday basketball, Sunday NBA, football's over. As a Jets fan, this is always my favorite time of the year when, when football season ends. But uh, let's get ready for my Nets, baby. So Dave's plugging the Nets. Shout out to Derrick Rose. <laughs> to the yeah, Derrick Rose back to the Nets. Cheeks, any shows coming up this week? We know that there was that Super Bowl party. Pop-up shop. Bing, bing. Stacey Mayweather. That's right. We got the pop-up shop. Don't forget, Stacey Mayweather. Shouts to Stacey Mayweather. He's online at Stacey Mayweather on Instagram. A legendary collaboration. LBF. TMT. It's going down, baby. Everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Get involved with us. We're on Instagram at The Ryan Show, at The Real Mr. Cheeks 132, at Hamptons Dave. We have these handles for a reason, so you can engage. Go to The Ryan Show page, check the story, and vote. You can vote on songs that you might just hear on this show. Competitions. It's like American Idol on there. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate you. Tune into this very station that you're listening on next week at the same time. And if you want to hear the same episode again, remember it's on iTunes, Anchor, all that good stuff. Folks, we appreciate you, and we'll see you next week.